Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Man Like Lynx, and you can catch me on this exclusive episode of Tea with Tay. Shoot, no. Hello, hello. Welcome to another fresh episode of Tea with Tay. This episode is proudly sponsored by my faves, Lipton. And today, my guest is superstar, rapper, and entrepreneur, Lynx. Please yeah, put your hands know. together for my guest. <laughs> Oga Links, welcome. I forgot to add evangelist germ because before, <laughs> before this session, you don't preach for me like three hours. I'm spirit filled right don't now. Preach for me now. Hmm? Yeah, no, no. I am sharp. I am. The blessing you own, you be the download from directly from. I do want me now. We guess we do man. <laughs> good to have you on my show. Thank How are you, you doing? Bro. I'm good, man. Finally here, tea. Finally, let's, let's sip some tea. tea. You know, um, you know, I I know the guy called Links, but right. I I don't know who. Chucky Idosian is Chucky. Who, who's that guy? Chucky. Yeah. Um, man, who is Chucky? I um I'm just a soul, man. Mm-hmm. That loves people, loves God, and loves to manifest my ideas. I think that's the best way I could put who I am because um I feel like, you know, the funniest thing is like people really can't tell who I am or what I'm about just by like my social profile Mm -hmm. because I control how much information I give out. Um, I feel like the real depth of you, you can share that with the world if you want to, you know, Mm. I do share my mind. If you read my posts, you know, at least this is how this guy thinks, right? But I like to allow people to discover me when we actually do interact. Like Mm. for example, with you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we became friends on set yes. pretty much, yeah. right? Am I the guy you thought I was? Absolutely not. Exactly. You know, I get judged a lot by my image or mm-hmm. just by what people believe I am, which doesn't bother me. What do they usually you believe know? that you are? Um, that I'm stuck up or with this guy. Who's this guy this ain't be? Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on set like this. I don't really but the funniest thing is like I am the total opposite of that. Mm. You know what I mean? But I don't have to prove it. You you realize that when you meet me. So, yeah. Amazing. Tell me about growing up. 
Man, growing up. Um, growing up was good, man. Shout out to my parents. Mm -hmm. uh, John and Vicky Adosian. Chief John and Vicky Adosian. You know, um, I had I had a good childhood, I'm gonna lie. Um, went to good schools, was raised comfortable. But <clears throat> one thing I'll credit my parents for is raising us to be able to survive any situation or mm. wherever we find ourselves. My parents made sure that they did, you know, exactly what they need to do to make sure that you have, you know, a head start or a platform to run off so you get mm. good education. Um, and then you finish school and then you figure out the world for yourself. Mm. So, like, you know, I don't come from a home where come back and work for a family company or it's you. once you finish school, you, you figure continue. it out. You figure it out. And that's how it's been for all my, you know, I have five sisters and the last of six. And um, so you're, you're the only male child. I'm the only man. You feel me? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, From an able family, it's a, yeah. big, yeah, a big deal. Though. I mean, like, I think the edge of, of growing up like that is because I had no brother, like, I had to really figure out what it, it was to be a man. I had to figure out what it was. You know, if my sisters were playing with Barbie, I had to figure out Bob. You know, or what game, or backflip. <laughs> I was. Or, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, like, it's, it's, it was a... Growing up, I really had to... I got raised by my cousin. Right. You know, shout out to him. Um, he kind of... He's a couple years older, so he mm -hmm. kind of, like, gave me the opportunity to be in spaces that my peers or people my age at the time mm. um, didn't have the privilege to experience. So, by the mm. time I was, like, 16 or 17... I had already kind of experienced a lot, mm. seen a lot in life, or understood a lot. My mind was a lot more advanced than my age. And um, by the time I was 18, I was already bored of what everybody was excited about. Mm. So, like, for me, I feel like I mentally grew through the fact that I had to get raised by somebody who, you know, was not necessarily my family, like my sister or mm. my, my brother, brother, but he's my brother because my cousin, right? Yeah. And, you know, to this day, like, even when we talk, um, it's it's funny because most of the things people are chasing today have probably been bored off for, like, maybe the last 20 years or 15 years. You know what I mean? So, um, growing up was good, man. Um, you know, I finished uni. I came back to Nigeria. Mm. And I used everything that I had learned from my curiosity, I've always wanted to do music. I started writing rap in primary school. Um, I still have my rap books from KC, at least like 20 books. Well, you, you were already doing music from KC. Yeah. Let's talk about KC. Like, so first of all, I mean, you, you were not raised with other boys because you were the only boy, right? Yeah, but I went to KC. Well, so went to KC, literally, so what I'm what saying is like, like, I had to find my way to raise myself. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? I had to find... Not because your parents were not doing a good job, but you just needed that... The thing is, like, my parents are not going to teach me how to be a little boy. Yeah, true, <laughs> you true, get what I'm saying? True. They'll guide you yeah. and protect you as much as possible. But in terms of figuring out what you want out of life, mm -hmm. I think by just when I knew I wanted to do music, 100%. I have... I'm telling you, I have books of, like, 80 Leaves Big Exercise We don't write all your lyrics. That will write links on the front, graffiti, then lyrics, lyrics, lyrics inside. I have, like, 20 of those books. I was just always writing lyrics in class. And did your parents support you know, that? They didn't know. <laughs> so Why? break time for me and my guys now, Mo just gotta study freestyle. 
Then they'll ring bell and we'll go back to class, no go buy food. <laughs> why, did, why didn't you tell your parents that you were doing music? Um, at that time, like, I'm in secondary school. I don't think, I think it's a hobby at that time. So mm -hmm. I don't think it was something that I needed to communicate. Right. But in the house, if you pass my room, you go to yeah, boom, boom, boom. Normally, because I was always blasting music. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I've always kind of known what I wanted to be. You know what I mean? So I didn't have time to really, like, I, when I was pre-18, I think I got all my curiosities out of the way. Um, from 18, 19, I was already doing business. I was like, I, my design company is about 17 years old now. That's crazy. Graphic. But I've been doing graphics. I've been doing graphics since 05. Even before, like music took off for you, you'd been doing graphics. Yeah, that's what I used to fund my my music career. Well, we're going to start. We're going to come to that. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> so, so yeah. But so you you know that you were going to do music even when you were in uni studying. Well, you studied economics. I studied business economics and marketing. Right. Yeah. So I always knew I was going to do music, right? But the thing about me is in life, I've always had the knack to know when, sorry, cross my leg. I've always had the knack to know when this is for the moment, mm. but I know I'm going to do my thing after. So when I was in uni, I'll be recording in my room, guys with a laugh, right? But I already knew like in Nige, I was building a studio in Parkview with my partner at the time. Mm. So my whole focus was get this degree from my parents and go back to Nige and do what I know like I want to do in life. And it's so funny, like, I, I moved back to Nigeria, maybe, I think, on September 11th, right, 2009. I made Change Your Parade on October, I think, 27th, and I released it in November, and that was it. So, again, like, I've always known what I wanted to do. So, you, you, know? you came back from uni to Nigeria to set up, yeah. and immediately you dropped a single. Were you already in the system before? Did you already know the people in the music industry, or you just came... So you know what, let me just try this thing out. Right. And let's see how it goes. Um, for me, I think I was already kind of in the system because I already knew people like Sasha, LD. Mm. What people don't know, I did the Mohits logo. Uh, I think that was 2006. Oh, wow. The Silver logo, that was me that did it, right? That was 2006. So I already had a relationship with Jazzy, mm -hmm. Banj, um, you know, NATO, Kills. So just by being around and just observing... I was meeting people. Then we built the Syndicate Red Room Studio in Parkview. Mm. And then the same people that I was looking up to now became our friends because they come and work in the studio. You guys vibe. You guys might record a song. Mm. So um, built the studio 2008. I moved back 2009. So within that period of time, like I was already familiarizing myself with the industry just from an observation mm. standpoint. You know, so it was it wasn't that much of a shift for me because I was always just in the studio, you know, so, yeah. So, Change Your Parade, can, you can safely say well, that was your big break, like, that was the song that brought you up. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I grew that song, like, four years. <laughs> do show, wow. do show, do show, do show, four years. Even though other songs were coming yeah. out, it was still, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that that song changed my life, for real. Um, But I think my favorite song from you is she be my fine, my fine lady. lady. Right? That song rocked the airway. Like yeah. every wedding that was a wedding that, that you've coupled with Love Shy. I still get videos. Where the bride find shy. And it was such a, an amazing video because there was Jocelyn Dumas. There was right. a lot of uh there were lots of people who were in the video a lot. At the time. And what 
how did that um, song come about? How did you get um, Wizkid to feature on it? Okay, so I had worked with Wiz. It's funny because Wiz and I have actually been on so many records together. I mean, like three, four. Mm. Um, Wiz was on my first album, and a song called Good Loving. That was released in 2010. Mm. At the time, he was a new artist. Um, I think he had Holla at Your Boy out at the time. Um, so yeah, Wiz was somebody that I already knew through, you know, Banky, um, studio and stuff like that. I know Sage as well, Sags. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Sags, man. Back in the day, Sags did a lot for me, so I appreciate Sags. Yeah, so um, we did Good Loving, I think 2010. And then Banky and I recorded a song in Banky's house called African Bad Girl. Shout out to Mastercraft, right? And I think Wiz heard it. Mastercraft? Yeah, so I think Wiz heard it. And then I saw Wiz like weeks later and he said, guy, I hear with you, our bank record, we mm -hmm. got record. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The new song. So I hit Mastercraft up, like, guy, me and always want to do jam. I want it to be like a wedding jam. When can I come? Let's cook. Mm. So I went to Banky's crib that time, I think it was on, on the mainland, I think GRA. Mm. And um, yeah, so we made the record in, in Banky's studio. And what's funny is like, when Wiz did the hook, I could see what the song was going to do. Just from the from the session, like I could I could already I could already envision like, yeah. oh boy. So when we dropped it, I dropped the song and I did a I think a four city tour radio tour for it. So I did Lagos, I went to Abuja, I went to PH, and then we drove to Benin. And then by the time I dropped the video, done. Your <laughs> video was mad. Yeah, Who came up with the done. idea for that video? Um. So I always unless I worked with Clarence. I always co-directed my videos. Mm. Um, at the time, I worked with a guy called Tom Robson. Shout out to Tom Robson. Mm -hmm. I worked with Tom Robson for like, I think maybe a good like six, seven videos. Mm. So um, it was a joint effort of ideas. Uh, so we rented, I think it was Federal Palace. I can't remember where it was. Rented a full hall, put stable chair, food, everything. For Do the proper video. wedding. Yeah, and we shot that video till I think six in the morning or something. Shout out to everybody that waited there. That, no, that video, that, that <laughs> Do you know video Tunde was, was in that video? Tunde had not. Yeah. And here's the funniest part. Tunde, I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm sorry. Anyway, Tunde was in that video. No, a lot of people were in that video. Naya, people plenty if you watch mm -hmm. them again. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, the, the director or the editor, they cut people part out. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. So when the video came out, I couldn't remember who and who and who who and who didn't show in it, right? Yeah. And then when I dropped it, it's Alex, no good though, because he did wait till morning. Oh, so like you, you're saying like he waited and showed you guys wait, See, everybody that was in that video, shout out to you, man, because they actually waited. Oh, wow. Like people actually waited till five, six in the morning, three, two, so. I mean, it happens yeah. to lots of music videos though. Yeah. I mean, so that was a time when, I mean, I was young at the time, I think I was second in school, but that song right. was a hit. Um, it was off. Was it off the back of that song that you got your Pepsi endorsement? No, I got my Pepsi endorsement before I even had a first album. How? Um, so when I, I entered the, the industry, time, they were signing any Nigerian artists. I was the first Pepsi ambassador. It was me that was the first. So at the time, when I was dreaming about doing music, I I had ideas, mm -hmm. but there's certain things that came on the journey that I don't think I had had seen or expected. Mm. One of it is endorsements. Because you think about it, bro, at that time, it wasn't nobody, a thing. Nobody was endorsing it. 2009. Yeah. Like who, yeah, I was saying, Banky had the, I think, Etisalat at the time. Mm -hmm. And then maybe one or two other people had endorsements. But like, 
the way they happen now, you know, they like that before. So at that time, my whole, so when I, because I studied marketing, right, I always had a plan. I wasn't doing anywhere but left face. I was very intentional. My goal as a musician was not to be the best artist. You get what I'm saying? Mm. My goal was to make good music and exploit the business of the opportunity that comes with it. So it was more about, for me, it was all about, it was more about standing out, bringing what I felt was my own flavor to the game and allowing people to enjoy that. I, I, I don't care for having, you know, the award for the best rap out the year or the best whatever. All those things are cool. I've won awards, mm. but the whole goal was to enjoy the ride. So um, I shall know that my whole career, I told myself when I started, like, I'm going to wear suits everywhere I perform, everywhere I go, suits. So all the money where they make, I just, they make suits. They buy suits, they make suits. Like right? Nigerian designers, they make the suit for you? Some are buy, but majority were Nigerian designers mm. at the time. So... Because I always looked different from everybody else, because everybody dressed hip hop. Mm. Um, I think I went for an event in a hotel, and um, one of I think a guy called Sari. He's um, I think at the time his family were probably still in charge of Pepsi or owned Pepsi Nigeria or whatever. Mm. So he had seen me at the event, and I ended up asking his friend, who was my manager as well at the mm. time, um, who's that guy and who who who. And from there, we just, you know, got together, had conversations, looked at the opportunity, and we did it. So I literally got my Pepsi endorsement. I signed my Pepsi endorsement on the 19th of December. I dropped my album on the 19th of December, 2010. So that was an experience that made me believe, like, oh, boy, the one way you know calculate the possible. So from there, it was more of the business mm. and the brand building for me than just trying to be the best rapper, the right. best musician. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, yeah, and that's why till today I'll still eat off my brand without dropping music because I didn't create the best musician brand. I created a brand that can be used for whatever it is, you know. So, yeah. so, so you know what's so so funny? Like after creating all of this, after getting to almost at the time, like at the peak of your career, like in the right. hot, you just wake up one morning and decide to not be a singer anymore. I don't think I woke up one morning. Um, I think my life progressed in, in a different direction, right? Mm -hmm. And if I'm honest with you, by 2014, I was already at a point where I felt like I had satisfied every curiosity I think I had. With music? With music at the time. And I started to yearn for doing more things with my time. So I was on tour in London. I had about three or four multiple endorsements at the time. I was a Glow Ambassador, still a Pepsi Ambassador. I did all the deals, Patron, you know, Samsung. Life was good, but my fulfillment as a person started to dwindle. So I'm sitting in London. I just finished a 10-city tour, and everything is good. I have a big hit single, you know, but I'm sitting in my house in London, and I'm just like, but is this it? You know, different locations, mm. go show, babes go dig, mm. guys go dig, mm. go perform. And then you're off to do it again. The next place is amazing and it's a blessing. And yeah. shout out to everybody that, you know, is still being filled by that thrill of doing that. But, but for then, me, it's just something. Yeah. music was on bucket list the same way other creative things that I do today were oh, on wow. my bucket list. And I, I had a conversation with myself in 2014, like, okay, you've come this far, you've gotten this much out of this, right? Do you think it's time to start putting your energy into creating something that is more tangible where 
your children can inherit this in the future. You didn't think that your children could inherit from music? Like, well, they I want mean, to inherit my where, career. No, no. <laughs> well, well, where music, with, with, with where music was at the time, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, look at what music is now. Imagine you just continue till mm. now. The thing is this, I feel they like everybody... Make money from your records and things. I feel like everybody has, you know, different purpose in life. Right. Um, and your purpose might not... The purpose you had at the age of maybe 20 to 30 might be different from what you're called to do from 30 to 40 mm-hmm. or 40 to 50. It's Life is episodes. Right. It's not just one movie. Long movies, episodes. And I'm very grateful for my, you know, my time in the industry and everything I contributed to it because mm. one of my goals was to bring the standards that I was influenced by. Right. You get what I'm saying? When I got my Pepsi endorsement, I had the opportunity and the budget to do a tour. I grew up watching tours like Up and Smoke tour and real hip hop tours. So for me, going on tour was something that was very high up there on my bucket list as an artist, right? So I used my budget and my opportunity to take over 50 people on a nationwide tour. We went to 10 different states. Mm. On that tour, David O had his first show. On that tour, Tiwa and I were up-and-coming artists. I had Vector, I had Eva, I had Black Magic, I had Ice Prince on the tour. I had DJ Z's on the tour, I had Sauce Kid on the tour. And so Skooky, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is, this is less than a year into my career. Wow. And I'm flying this amount of people here and there, mm. you know, going by road here and there, and taking on this kind of responsibility. I could have been selfish and grooved the money for myself, mm. but I spread that money around to make sure like, Everybody that is hot right now bubbling. Had an experience. Like even David. David recorded um, back when at my studio with um, NATO, right? Mm-hmm. NATO's verse and then they finished mm-hmm. the song at my studio. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a conversation with David about his career and his vision, right? And just advising him on, you know, I believe in you. I like your style. Your music is hot and you make it. But, you know, just make sure that you remain humble. Mm-hmm. Just make sure, you know, at that time, I'm sharing everything that the OGs too had passed down to me. Right. And I had a tour. I put David on the tour. His first show killed it, right? And I think that's the, sh- the show that he even entered the hour for with his pop scene. So after that, I also shared stage with David at P-Square's album launch. He came out during my set, right? Mm-hmm. That's, those are the things that I look back at today. And I see where David is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't have to still be in the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm proud of where this guy is and I'm proud of the fact that when I had the opportunity, I shared it. You feel me? I don't need rewards from anybody. All I know is in this life, every time I've had an opportunity, I don't, I don't keep it to myself. Mm. I make sure that man, whoever is around me shall go touch you. Mm. You feel me? So, you know, when I look at the game now, I'm proud of everybody that's taking it where it is because don't forget that every artist laid a block on this road of what we're enjoying right mm. now. There's times where I was doing shows in Yankee where the max capacity is 200 people. You don't probably make money from those shows because you flew yourself out there. Someone flew you out there, paid you for it, but they probably didn't make that much from it because we didn't have that much heat then. Right. Right? Now I'm seeing, you know, my guys selling out Madison Square and selling out like, we was about to do a show in a stadium. It's crazy. The same stadium that Beyonce is doing shows. Burner is doing the same thing right now. He has a show coming mm. up. Beyonce has a show in the same. So it's like, when you see this, and you remember, like, there was one time where the band, P-Square, 
need to all of us. We go here and give it a try to do shows, right? Mm. We did do shows. Yeah, but, but it wasn't this level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's the joy of life. It's like you play your part, you let somebody else go. The next person, because everyone's career is going to come to an end one day. And mm. the people that you shared your light with, people that you shared your stage with, your opportunities with, mm. will still go on and carry this thing to the next level. And you should look at that and be happy about it, not envious about it. You know what I mean? This is a different, so, different perspective because, you know, some people want to ride the wheels till it falls off. Right, but you got to know when to get off, though. Yes. Before you turn to the bad guy. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you... It's easy to fall from your great status if you if you try and hold on to it beyond when it's yours. You so have to you know, know when to, when to, to, to because 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 you did, you did not exactly leave when... You were right. I still dropped an album in 2016. Jonathan, so when do you mm-hmm. just know when to say, you know what, hands off, I'm done? Um, you have to ask yourself certain questions. It's no, it's not a one question thing. It's it's asking, it's interrogating yourself about fulfillment, and also being sure and, and confident in yourself about the future. So it's a mix of those two things. Mm-hmm. Like for me, bro, I believe in myself, die, and I always have. You feel me? So for me. Like, as long as whatever is going on in my mind aligns with what me and God are discussing, mm-hmm. I don't care what the world is saying, I'm moving, right? Because how I got here was not by anybody saying, okay, give him an opportunity. I went, I tried to get signed. It's from people not signing me and my gang that we created Syndicate Records. Oh, you feel was, me? Was it you? So, yeah, so we, we created Syndicate out of rejection. And look at what God did. So when it's all said and done, like, bro, I've, I don't think I've been happier in my life than I am right now. I was going to come to that. <laughs> you feel me? I was going to come to that because, you know, if five years ago, or 10 years ago, whenever, yeah. when you retired, I would have said to myself, you know what, how can you have all of this and say, you know what, right. I'm going to leave it. Some people are, have all of these things right. and are very unhappy because of this space. I know, I know better now that in this space that I'm, I, I'm in now, like right. people in Lamborghinis, people in Ferraris, people right. that have houses in Ikoi and uh, yeah. some parts of America or Europe, they're not exactly as happy as mm-hmm. even the regular guy who just works at the bank or. Facts. In this industry, like, how do people maintain happiness? Um, in, in the midst of all the noise. Because all of these things, after a while, is noise. Because when you sit back, sit back by yourself, you just realize that, I'm just doing this thing. I'm probably not as happy. I'm not as fulfilled. Yeah. And for you to all recognize that earlier and say, you know what? I've done my time. If I step out now, I'll be happier. Mm. How, how do people just find happiness doing this? I think, I think it's all about why you're doing this. Yeah. I've never done anything for anybody else. Meaning that, please, before you go and quote me in blog, <laughs> meaning that, like, I've never made decisions based on another person. I've always made decisions based on me. So if it works, jig. If it doesn't work, I learn from it and I try to reapply. Mm. So, like, for me, in 2014, I started to question. At the peak of my career, I started questioning, waiting to happen here. Then 2015, I got saved. I had a crazy experience with the Holy Spirit in my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've spoken about this a couple of times. And I'm my life come changed. To that. Yeah, yeah, my life changed, right? What happened is, these questions you just asked me now, those were the questions God asked me. 
like, I'm in my house. Um, I woke up in the morning. I was sitting downstairs in my crib. No AC was on. No fan was on. I was on the phone with my guy. And then suddenly my speech ceases. And I start crying. I don't understand what's going on. And then next thing, my curtain starts to blow. Like, when I say blow, you know, in cartoon, when you see cutting that, it's supposed to be like this, blowing like this. That's what was happening in my crib, but I couldn't understand. And then the whole room was filled, of, filled with wind. To this day, I can't explain this thing to you. I don't understand what this is. But then I hear a voice asking me, are you happy? Are you fulfilled? And that was the turning point in my life because I had a flashback. Like, literally, my wall changed to, like, a screen. And I watched my entire life play, right? And I had a flashback where... In that moment, it was like, you know when you did watch film where they could just rewind the whole thing? Everything just like that. And I looked at this thing like, am I happy? Am I fulfilled? And in that moment, I felt like I looked into my, my soul like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I ran a cobwebs. Bruh! But in, my, but in my house, I had like two Benzes outside. I had like six awards. Mm-hmm. I have a big ass house. And at that point, I realized I was empty. Because all these things... I appreciate them, but that's not my value. Yeah, yeah. It's just my abilities. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And then I started to discover my real value mm. when I started to really learn about God. Mm. Not God that they forced me to go to church and learn. Mm. The God that I'm now curious about. Like, this wind we enter my house, who be this? Mm. Oh, so you're real? Mad. Who are you? You get me? And I spent the next three years learning about God. I didn't work for those three years. I turned down shows. I turned down, you know, um, all the opportunities I was getting because I've been the good church. Six days a week, seven days a week. Okay. <laughs> you know what question, yeah. Since This is my question. You know me, I'm Bible-believing, tongue-speaking. Jesus uh-huh. is sitting beside me right now. Yes, sir. But then again, like, I, I don't know how my life would be if I don't have this career. Right. I know that God will sort me out, but I'm mm-hmm. saying like, I feel like the career is even better because God is involved. 100%. Was, that, was, was there any point where you just, you thought that, you know what, maybe I could continue, but I would change the dynamics of my music or my career? Or, right. So or, the thing is this, when you, when you start having spiritual, spiritual experiences or you start having like shifts in your consciousness, mm. your entire world changes. I know that. Your interest changes. Mm-hmm. The energies you can stand around starts to change. True, very true. You start to become a very selective human being that doesn't very go where true. you don't want to go. Very true. And you kind of dis- you kind of develop a habit of being by yourself mm, or being with very few people. Mm-hmm. So as I continued to grow spiritually, and I had very rapid spiritual growth, mm. right? As I started to grow spiritually and I started to really understand God mm. and spirituality and stuff like that, it became very hard for me to be around noise. It became very hard for me to be in the club. It became very hard for me to... I cannot be on the streets too much these days. Because the thing is, you can't go against yourself. That's one thing I've constantly learned about life. um, No, I'm not saying that, oh, once you become saved, you can't go to club. mm. No. I'm trying to say that as an individual, I'm speaking for myself. My interests, my tastes, my my personality is different from the next person, right? So at the end of the day, for me, in my design, and well, in most people that I know, mm. we don't reach the, the point in life where clubs don't entire people, right? <sighs> Almost forty years old, like how do you go club <laughs> since bro? Before they know, say they go club, I they go club. Bruh. So it's like at this point in life, I'm only interested in meaning. I'm only interested in what moves the needle. And the truth is, at that time, 
I hadn't stopped music. I was I I released an album in 2016, yeah. right? Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, it was hard for me to juggle my com- my commitment to getting to know God, and then my commitment to being outside. Mm. Because in order for you to know God, you don't know God in church. You you take notes and learn things, but you have to go home and do the homework. Yeah. It's just like school. Yeah. Yeah. You really don't learn in class. You learn when you study at home. Yeah. For tests or for assignments or you know whatever. So. At the end of the day, like for me, at that point, there was no way I could keep the two skills, you know, evenly balanced. I had to, one had to tip up, the other had to tip down. And, you know, in the three years that I was, you know, in church and learning God and everything, like I really learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about other human beings, not by being with them, but the more you know yourself, the more you know who human beings are. You know what I'm saying? So I was learning so much at that time that I couldn't, balance both something I had to give you know what I mean so yeah being born again I mean automatically you know a lot of things will change right right how did that affect your relationships mm. obviously in the industry you're mm-hmm. telling your guys that you know what I'm born again right need to defeat all these these things again mm. One of, so, some changes will happen some people will be like what did they worry this my guy yeah I mean like you know this this the progression of this thing is so amazing because the person I am today, all these things played a role in how my mindset is now. Mm. So, for example, like, nobody say I know send rating people talk about or whatever, but I really don't send. I don't need anyone's validation to execute something that's on my mind or on my heart, right? As long as God don't give me green light, mm. no concern me to another human being, mm. right? So, in that time, like, the thing about consciousness and waking up and God and spirituality is mm. when you truly open your door for him to come in, he's going to rearrange your house, meaning your insides, yeah. right? You become more or less a new person. Sometimes it's uncomfortable, right? It is uncomfortable. Not sometimes, 100% uncomfortable. I, I think it that's like the phase I'm in now. Yeah, but, but you know the thing is this, right? Everything in life is uncomfortable in the process. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if you see where they, they paint car, to go first rob them, potty. Mm. The car go look like Jaga Jaga, then they go paint them, go mm. come sweet. You go enter town, they show yourself. So it's the same thing. It's like it's like giving birth. It's uncomfortable. See that picking come there. So at the end of the day, it's like nothing in life is easy. And I think we always keep um, we look at challenges like, oh God, why now? But that's what really makes you understand where you're going. Right? So for me, initial, like if me and you like they drink together, mm. but now I say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm taking a break, I'm not drinking anymore, there's a high chance that the amount of hang with the hang will reduce. True. Because people bond on different vices, people mm. bond on different things, movies, shows, music, you know. So my bonds started to break. And the sweetest thing about that is the less that you have going on around you in life, the more you actually can see clearly. Right. You understand? So for me, um, those who were supposed to be there are still there. Those who were supposed to leave left. Those who left came back. You know, everything is a season. Mm. So in that season, there was this. But I'm now in a place where I'm whole. You know what I'm saying? There's no separation between me as Lynx the artist, Mm. me as Chucky Adosian, me as a human being, and me as a spirit man that mm-hmm. carries God inside his body. Mm-hmm. I'm all that person in one. So 
there's no time for God, then time for links is all one. You feel me? So like, it all makes sense now. It might not have made sense in the process, but everything is clear to me now why it had to be that way. Why certain people had to, you know, be distanced from me or whatever it is. And it's all for the better of, you know, today's results in everyone's life. So I think it's great, man. I think it's great, you know. So, so um, after music, you tra- you went back and you did you always have a creative agency? On yeah, the- I did. Yeah, since two thousand and five. Yes, I did. You- so what happened was in two thousand and fifteen, it was rebranded and has a new name. What's the name? Uh, it's called I Create Media. Right. Yeah. So you went back fully to that. Um. So yes, it's it's my day to day. I oversee that business, but I also have other businesses. Okay. So, um, I have a vape shop. It's called Vape Nation. Um, <laughs> I have a vape shop. It's called Vape Nation. I create media as a digital branding agency. Mm. We do websites. We do branding and all those kind of things. Um, I also have two new companies that are about to float. The first one will probably be launching like a month and a half, two months. It's called Content Central. And literally what Content Central is, is... This is the place for content. So, for example, like, you as an influencer or a celebrity or an actor, like, you need content to keep right. your brand going. Right. But that's everybody's biggest headache, creating, creating content. Yeah. So, we want to take that off your head. So, all you just care about is coming looking fly and you get your sweet videos, your reels, whatever you want. Mm. So, we have that um, business about to launch and then I have a crypto company that is also launching this year. So, I've just been deep in creating my legacy man like everything that i'm passionate about i could turn into a business that's always been my gift so i've never made money off anything that i'm not passionate about so i turn money away if i don't like the thing Mm. or you know if it's not something that aligns with me you can't like bro we all need money i need money please give me money but the truth is i can't sell myself for money it's difficult like i have to align with what i'm doing for it's a very healthy energy towards money because yeah. people do a lot of things that they don't like for money. Yeah. I mean, I'm not judging anybody, but I have my own principles and boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all have our worlds. Like, no two worlds are the same. So the, the principles that I adhere to, they guide my universe, my world, my life. Right? And that person it might not make sense to you, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But for me, those are my boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about acting, glamour girl. Uh, glamour boy. <laughs> oh, you know, I met you on that set. I, you know, when I met you on that set, I expected Link's the stock up, nigga. Normally. So, no, the, and you, even when they, when they move for the set, I'm just like, normally. Mm. But, I mean, we, we got into the conversation. But that's by the way, but first of all, why did you take on that role? Like, I like this question. Um, so, when I got the script and I read it, it was everything that people would not expect from me. Exactly. And I got that script at a time where I had really gotten my freedom. And when I say freedom, like I had, I had stopped religion. And I'm doing real, real, yeah, that, real... That question I won't ask you before. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I had stopped following religion, mm-hmm. right? Which is just rules said. Then tell me, say. Mm. And I really had like created and really found a relationship with God and myself, right? So at that point now, the way I look at things is not based on good and bad, hell and heaven, mm. sin and... Like, I'm, I'm really looking at 
things for what they are. It's mm. acting. Yeah. You feel me? And at the end of the day, like, I'm not a pastor, bro. I'm just a guy that is trying to live his life with principles and follow God. So mm-hmm. there is there is no, you know, why are you acting? Are you not supposed to be? It's, it, that's religion. I are born again. What are you doing kissing in a movie? Did you kiss, you kiss for glamour? They meant. <laughs> <laughs> pastor links. So at the end of the day, it's like, I wanted to do something that would remove that idea people have of me because it's not real. I've never sold you that idea. Mm. You just have that idea. Like I've seen so many publications where it's like, they say that I, I quit secular music for gospel music. I've never said that in my You've life. You've never even sang gospel? I've never. I made a song about God. Mm-hmm. It was not gospel. It was a song about God. So at the but, end of the day, okay. it's like, if I make if I if I make a song about my life and I'm thanking God for it, it doesn't have to be gospel. Bro. Mm-hmm. It's just a, the topic of the song is about my life and mm-hmm. God is in it. You feel me? So at the end of the day, like that role was perfect because I feel like people needed to see a different side of me. Because what's funny is that even watching this interview, you just see one dimension of me. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm the most unorthodox person you come across, bro. Mm-hmm. Because everything you think I am is not what I am. You feel me? So, doing that movie, first of all, gave me the opportunity to test my hand mm. at this thing because I've been getting scripts for years, bro. All that time where I did do Born Again, bro, scripts, they come my email. But I couldn't do, you know what I'm saying, majority of these movies. So, mm. it came at a time where my mind was right. Um, my appetite for, for acting was right. Mm. And I liked the team. You know, Charles and then let me tell you, Charles was the first person to fly me to Abuja in 2010 for a show. Charles is Play so Pupati. great. So, with that flying to Abuja, bro, I've worked with Play <laughs> so much, mm, right, mm. that it only made sense to yeah to pick that call. Yeah, you yeah, feel me? Yeah, so, yeah. Play don't change my life. So thank you, Play. Um, <laughs> yeah, you you know one of the things I'm happy about, and I always say to my friends and. And people around me is that, you know, God is still very much present in this generation. He's walking right. in his own ways. Mm. He doesn't need to use pastors on the pulpit. He's using influencers. There's me, there's you, there's me that has a podcast, there's you that's the star. Yeah. And, you know, but in all of this, my generation is still struggling a lot. Young people are still struggling a lot with coming to terms with mm. who God is, religion, Christianity. Mm. And as much as they're yearning, there's also like a pushback to say, you know what, we don't understand these ideas. Right. This Jesus you are talking about, why is this? They're questioning a lot of things. But yeah. as somebody who has come into a place where you're now at peace with God and you have a lot of freedom, yeah. how would you, how would you explain God to a young person who really wants to? And this is because you are not a, you're not an SU, you're a, What's up, boy? Normally. Wearing designer. You used to be a rapper. <laughs> you are an influencer for like a young Gen Z right now. Right. In quotes, quotes on unquote. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you explain Jesus to that person? Um, first things first, like I think the benefits of a spiritual life should be the first thing in the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's have a conversation now, being that you're that young person, right? So if I ask you, like, Timmy son, are you are you spiritual? Are you a Christian? What would you say? Yes, now. You go to kid. church? Yes, now. No, I'm not asking you as you now. I did ask that. Became. Okay, let, let me let me let me play Gen, my Gen, Gen Z. Z brother for you. Uh-huh. So, Mr. Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, are you do you go to church? No, I'm just those are the young bucks for the like. Do you have a relationship with God? 
I mean, of course. I mean, I talk to the universe every morning, so... Okay. Does it talk back to you? Of course. I mean, with the yard. So would you say that in life right now, you are happy if you were to rate your happiness over 1 to 10? Where would you put it? 11. 11. <laughs> I don't even know how they will answer, but... No, but if some... So, for example, like, what I'm trying to say to you is this, right? With everybody that is a human being, mm -hmm. you actually have to, first of all, find out how much that person is seeking, where that person is at in life, right? And maybe the, the person's reasons why they don't want to go to church. They don't like Christianity. Right. They don't like that because they, have a, they probably have a valid reason. It's either, you know, bad examples teachings or bad teachings misdirection mm -hmm. or they've seen something that someone that they trusted in that position has done that it just makes them feel like no no, mm. no i'm good right and the real job of everyday people the, this, this life we're not there's not supposed to be oh these people are christians these people are spiritual then these ones are we're all supposed to know what's going on on the inside that's what spirituality is mm. you have a spirit you have a flesh body right you know everything about your flesh. You did go bob your hair. You did draw tattoo. You did wear gums. Mm. You did go gym. That's all flesh. What do you know about your spirit? That's where God comes in. Is this is not religion about oh hell, heaven, ha? This is about your experience on this earth and how easy that journey can be mm -hmm. if you have answers. Right. Because we're all seeking. Everybody that's watching this thing is seeking. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you have twenty billion dollars in your account. You're seeking meaning one way or the other mm. about your life. To life, yeah. So. My take on God from my experience is God is not a set of rules. God is an experience, mm -hmm. right? And God is an experience that every human being should be privileged to enjoy in their existence. So my, mm -hmm. my hope and prayer is that whoever is currently battling, you know, um, some form of confusion mm. with the God factor in your life, whether mm -hmm. you're a Muslim, whether you're a Christian, I'm not here fighting for for, you know, religions. Yeah. But I'm telling every human being that you have a soul. That's the first thing. Is like, there's no human that does not have a soul. Mm -hmm. you get? So first things first, how much do you know about your spirit? How much do you know about your soul? How powerful do you really think you are? Have you discovered your gifts? Do you know whether you carry healing in your palm? That maybe your mother that is sick needs. And you're just there. Just on vibes. Mm, right. The thing is, so, if you really find out who your spirit is, there's no how you not have a relationship with God. Mm. The Bible, the most important thing in the Bible is this, right? It says, love God with all your hearts and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm. You see those three things? That is actually the secret key, the master key to unlocking your spiritual life, mm. right? Loving God with all your heart takes you visiting the inside of yourself to really realize that, man, I've come a long way. There are many things where you don't buy me. You get many risks where I take. Where, you know, for sure for me, right? But God helped me here and there, right? It's, it's the ability to actually be grateful for how far you've come through things that's not necessarily by your power. Yeah. Because when, when I did do music, bro, we did live anyhow, bro. Do you get what I'm saying? I can't remember when I, when I was doing music and I went for checkup. Everything I just go club, drink, mm. this one, travel, this, that, bit of the success, money, endorsements. Mm. But in all those good things, you can destroy yourself in the process because if you're not taking care of your spirit, your flesh is going to be stronger. Mm. And when flesh is making decisions, the outcome will never be jigging. Facts. 
There's too many examples of that. We need to find a balance in life to be fully who we've been called to be. Mm. Like, I see me like this here. My true value is not in links to artists. My true value is inside this boy I'm saying here that when I speak, I represent a whole different universe that the next man might not represent mm -hmm. because I found a perfect balance between my flesh and my spirit, right? And in every decision I make, my spirit makes the decision, not my flesh. So even if I do decide to do something that the world would term fleshly, I made a hopeful decision. Might make a mistake here and there, but because my spirit is involved and my spirit is in control, I'd learn that as a lesson so mm -hmm. that tomorrow when I go, you know, on my way, I have an advantage now. So when it's all said and done, if you're a young person that is in conflict with the concept of God or whatever, I would say seek the real answers. Ask questions. We've been programmed in life not to question things, right? We go to school, you listen to what the teacher is saying, mm -hmm. you don't question it. If not, you collect lashes, right? When I was a kid, you couldn't question the teacher. But in real life, when you get to uni, you go to ask, you go to bounce with your teacher back mm -hmm. and forth. The question they ask so that your brain feels stretched, they open, right? So it's the same thing with God. You can't just take, 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 uh, what's it called, instructions about God. You must ask. Engage. Yeah. Because the way I see things, not the same way you see things. Mm. If I ask you right now that, guy, explain to me your concept of heaven. Even though me and you won't go to heaven, we'll not be seeing the same thing. Mm. You feel them say, ah, I see white, I see sky. <laughs> that's all cool universal things. Yeah. Because they've shown us that through movies all really our heaven, lives. Like... But that's not heaven, bro. Just sky and, and light. But Bible talks, say, kind of light. listen, Bible said that what is waiting for you on the other side, that this thing, your brain, that inside your head, has no capacity to envision that pain. Mm. That's telling you that that afterlife thing, eh, live on for now. Mm. Do good here first. Because in doing good, you make the world a better place. That's just, that's the whole point of doing good. You get what I'm saying? If you go to Dubai, no fit thief. You know, you know what's so funny? A lot of people are so why. caught up with this, let me make it to heaven. Let me perform here so I can make it to heaven. That they miss out on the heaven that's here. Yeah. The experience of God that's here. Bro, every day could be heaven here, bro. It's and, up and, to you. And, <laughs> and that's why I'm I'm just like, you know, I, this this is not this is not a I mean, this is a podcast owned by a Christian, but it's not right. a Christian it's not a Christian topic yeah. podcast. I feel you. Yeah, so. I have to be correct here before my followers will come for me to say, <laughs> I don't really say this on the Christian podcast. But you know, one of the things that I really try to push on this podcast is a relationship with God, you know, right. like, because imagine going through your whole life, not having a relationship with the guy that has your manual. Right. You know, the, the guy that can tell you who you really are. The guy that said, before I formed you, I knew you. Some of us don't know ourselves. Facts. So like, a lot of us will go through life not knowing ourselves, Many living miserable lives. You understand? Yeah. And that's why you can get to a point where you just sit down with yourself and say, am I really happy right. beyond all of these things? It's because you have not been introspective. You're not saying that, you know what, my real self is not connecting with this external. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people are in, in crazy states in their life. They look good on the outside, but internally there's the riot there. Facts. And and I think that we need to get to a point where religion doesn't chase us from having a relationship with God. Yeah. You know, you understand? I, bro, I have 
I have friends who are not Christian. I have friends who are Muslim, right? Mm-hmm. But we have spiritual conversations without boundaries mm-hmm. because I respect what you believe in mm-hmm. and you respect what I believe in. But mm-hmm. what's, what's the funniest thing is that there's something to learn from everybody, bro. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's something to learn from everybody. So we all the, the 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 truth about the matter is this, yeah. Bragging that you have read Bible cover to cover and it has no impact on your life is useless. You are deceiving yourself. Right. Until those words that you are reading become flesh and start to dwell amongst everybody you encounter, mm. it never converts. Yes. You understand? So at that at, like in life for me. I, I don't look at what people say. Mm. I read the energy that you exude. I listen to the words that come out of your mouth. I listen to, I see how you treat people. And that gives me a perfect or a more accurate gauge than what you would tell me about mm-hmm. yourself, right? People don't understand that there are so many benefits from actually being spiritual, bro. Actually. Like, for example, bro, you can't lie to me. Why? Because I can read you, bro. I become one for the energy wise. I can. If and whether you believe it, one, I go lie. let me let me tell you something. Listen, whether you believe it or not, I'm telling you. Especially your spirituality don't overpass my own weight first. <laughs> Calm down. Brother, what did they talk? It's, so it's, if I walk to this room and I lie to you, now, I could just sp- follow you, do okay. But you go see your spirit. Go tell you. I go no. Come on for bro. There's no need to convince. But I'm trying to. People that are watching. I never read it people, my own. People that are watching. I never read like, my own share. You know, anybody that... It, it, bro, it's this simple, right? Imagine this. You have a MacBook. I have a MacBook, mm. right? But you use your MacBook to do financing. So mm. you, your, your main program is Excel, mm. right? Meanwhile, I have a MacBook that runs Final Cut, Photoshop, and mm. likes, and 3D, and Unity, and all these things, right. right? Your output on your laptop is simply browsing Google, you know, looking at websites, and doing Excel sheets, for your company or your office. And that's all that MacBook does. The exact same MacBook that I have, I use it to edit movies. I use it to, to make beats and it becomes worldwide music. I use it to, to do AI and blah, 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 right? The capacity of those MacBooks are the same. Mm-hmm. But the exploration the user mm-hmm. has gone on that journey is different, right? And that's exactly what we are. We are the, we are the highest computer. But what programs have you installed on yourself? So at the end of the day, like for me as a human being, every day of my life, I'm, I'm deleting programs that don't serve and I'm adding new programs mm. that jig, right? So again, there's nothing to convince anybody about. I'm not selling you anything but the truth. Everybody inside themselves is, a, is an endless AI, right? But if you're just going to be looking at other people doing things with their own machine and you're just there browsing Google on your own, Time will pass and that's all you're going to get. Google results. But I'm trying to tell you that there is no end to your abilities because the God that we're all here talking about is not in the sky. It's inside me and you. The whole point of when when two or more are gathered, I'm there in their midst. It's not that God's spirit is just here standing inside the middle saying, okay, I hear these guys. It's that I they carry God's spirit. You they carry God's spirit. When two of us, they cap in there in the middle of mm-hmm. us because in there inside two of us. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, Again, how much do people understand this God we talk about? Because God is not here to be writing your rights and wrongs. God is here to help you make the best and the most amazing experience of this yeah. life that yes. you have. Yes. You feel me? Yes. So it's all about mindset shifting and really understanding. If you, if you remove religion and fear from reading the Bible, you realize like this is your love letter. <laughs> you feel me? This is what I've been saying to my unbeliever friends who in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I said to them so much. 
That's yeah. forget what religion has taught you. The Bible is a love letter from like it's that's why you have the Holy Spirit. Like I don't like we're we're not gonna take it to church, right? But right. this is the last question I'm gonna ask. Okay. And, and it's how people now see the Bible as a as a tool to to condition you and condition your living. But it's just really a love letter from God to us. And you know that right. just an instruction to say, you know, this is how to lead your life, mm-hmm. right? But not necessarily put you in the bondage of performance. And right. that's and that's where a lot of us are. And we, some of us want to be free, but the freedom is really in the in the in the spirituality and knowing God. Yeah. And knowing yourself. You can't you can't know God if you don't know yourself. Yeah. Because the highest form of performance and alignment with God is when your authentic self is relating with him. Right? So imagine that this is your authentic self, the mm. first self that mm. came to this world. Mm. Then you went to school, they told you this. Mm-hmm. Then your parents at home told you this. Mm-hmm. Then your friends told you this. Then you went to university, they told you this. Then you got a job, they told you this. So there's so many then, layers. So that first you now, they hear. The world don't build you, 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 you're richer. For you to access your authentic self, you guys come all these layers. Because mm. those are programmed with people install for inside your computer. Mm. When you now get to the mainframe of that computer, you could start to install your own program. God going to give you Intel. Say, ah, you want design? Photoshop. You want to edit this one? Yeah, Final Cut. Mm. You want to make beats? Fruity Loops. Mm. That's how it goes. So it is, it is that we all have to retrace our step back to who we originally were before the world conditioned us to who we are today. Right? And how does that happen? Going to church is great because it gives you guidance and direction, right? Mm-hmm. But if you go home and you do nothing with that guidance and direction, happy Sunday next week. Because you're not really going to learn anything. You're not really going to become powerful. You're not really going to unlock consciousnesses. Like, in life, life is a game of how conscious can you become throughout your entire journey. And the power of shifting your consciousness is not something that can be explained. It's only something that can be experienced. You feel me? So, at the end of the day, reading the Bible is good. But read it without fear. Mm. You can't read the Bible wrong. There's no punishment for it. It's just like you won't understand it. Try again. You understand what I'm saying? It's that if we can, if 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 you ask your pastor if his life is perfect, he's going to tell you no. It's going to be exactly the same situation you're in. It's just that he understands this text a lot more than you, and probably understands how to put that into action mm. more than you. But his life is not perfect, right? So how can I rely on somebody who's still trying to figure out their own life to have all the answers for me if I don't do any of the work? So, again, it's, we have an expectation because they've shown us an idea of what things are. Mm. But the truth really lies in questioning. Mm. That's really where you really find God. Mm. Because the Bible did not say, um, come when you fix yourselves. Come as you are. And the Bible also said, taste and see. see. It not mm. tell you look and see, hear and see. Say taste. Mm-hmm. Now only your tongue will tell you flavor. Something they drop me the best. When you chop food, I feel ask you say, guy, this tea jig. You go say yes. Mm. But I don't know what it tastes like mm. till it touch my tongue. That's why. when I go taste, I'm no say, oh, pops. <laughs> so yeah, man. Like I just realized, like in life, bro, the older you get, mm. the more the show comes to an end. Meaning True. that. The things you're excited by in your yeah. teens and your 20s, yeah. a whole different world in your 30s, a whole mm-hmm. different world in your 40s, right? Mm. And at some point, you will realize like the activities you do day to day might just be cover up for the dissatisfaction or the voids that you feel. And nothing will fill a void in your life apart from you tending to that void. If you act like it's not there, it's going to remain there. 
But till you open and see that, that place is hollow and you cover it, mm. it's still going to be there. So, I mean, there will always come a day, by the grace of God, when everyone comes to a realization by themselves. Because I realized, like, I can only lead by example. When I started preaching about God in 2015, I was mocked online. People said, oh, it's my new strategy for my career. Career will, by that time, I don't depress pause. <laughs> so, you know, it's, um, it's an amazing thing to see how far it's come. It's my eighth, eighth year of, you know, Christian. using Christianity as promo, as they said. People don't tell <laughs> People talk. said that. Yeah. It's still in my And progress. I think Christians go to come. Yeah, but the Christ- thing is, now that, 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 that perspective has changed. Yeah. Because I've remained consistent for almost a decade, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So at the end of the day, it's like I see people now championing, you know, spirituality, mm-hmm. championing, you know, take time to to you know um, meditate, take time. Mm. Like everyone is now preaching the gospel of attending to your soul and your mind. That's that's the real thing that controls life. So the more of us that can do this, and again, I'm not selling anything to anybody, but the more people on earth that you know, can go within themselves and really figure out like, who am I? Why am I here? Mm-hmm. What gifts do I have? Mm. What's my essence? What am I supposed to do with this gift? Mm. You know, um, how can I help people? Because as one time God told me in, a, in my meditation, he said, before you give someone spiritual food, treat their body. Meaning that I can't tell you to go and read Bible if you have nothing. Because mm. it's not going to work for you. You have to be balanced for your brain to receive. You understand? So, at the end of the day, it's not just about the religion, religion, God, 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 God. Sometimes, help people get out of their cells. Help people see value in themselves. Mm. Then they can hear God after. Yep. But, yep. especially when they doubt themselves, when they believe, say, ah, this life, mm. anything good day for me. You know what and you then mean? I say, go, may go read Matthew 4, 8. What did they talk? So, at the end of the day, like, Humanity, you can't, you can't do spirituality without humanity. Mm. And humanity comes first because that's the foundation for the spirituality to be on top. Mm. You get. So at the end of the day, like I said, everyone will get to that point where they find peace with, you know, God and what they believe. You know, but, but um, I'm curious about your transition, right? So being linked to Superstar Rapper, who has all the shows, endorsements... Right. So, not you don't you didn't go down, but like to becoming a born again spirit filled businessman, right? What was that transition like? Did people treat you differently? What did what's the dynamics of that transition? What was, what was it like? Um, I'd say first of all, like I've never really lived for an applause. Mm. I've never lived for validation. Um, if I put out music. And it brings me money back. That validates the fact that this work made, made sense to people. Mm-hmm. Right? So as, as an artist at that time, like I was always still this person in terms of like my outlook towards my fans or being at shows or just crowd and people. It's appreciated, right? But it didn't boost my ego for me to live for that. You feel me? And if I'm honest with you, bro, I actually engineered. It's taken me eight years to engineer this level of silence in my brand, right? Because I do need the silence to be able to think, function. I I want to be able to go to Chicken Republic and buy something. I want to be able to go to, you know, buy roadside corn if that's what I want to eat. 
Because at the end of the day, bro, like if at the end of the day, if I'm by roadside corner, you can't say, ah, links. I say, Godfather, we can have a little conversation. I'll go my way, mm. right? That's the kind of life I crave, being on the ground and in touch with humanity, right? Um, and I thank God that I've been able to do this successfully and still, mm. you know what I'm saying, maintain my work-life balance, um, especially with brands and stuff like that. So like, Really and truly, I'm cooking a lot of things, and that's why I've been a lot of uh, very quiet lately. And mm. I only like to speak when I have something to say. Please give us insights on the things that you're cooking. Um, what's next? For, what's next for links? I mean, businesses and with my brand, like you guys will find out. Let me know, guys. Give us more spill it here. But this the thing is, so for example, like my goal is to transfer all the knowledge I have gained in. 17 years of being in the creative industry and 14 years of being in the music industry, mm -hmm. right? To people so that they also can leverage that in their own situations. Right. So I'm at a point where my whole life right now is being able to give back to people. Okay. Information, experiences, share my story, help wherever I can, opportunities in my company, mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. So for me, I'm on a mission to just make sure that my presence always makes life easier for the next person. Mm. That's it. So however I can do that in whatever mediums, that's what I'm running. Amazing. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for coming on this show and thank you Appreciate for... Appreciate you, my G. Inspiring us and ministering to us. <laughs> but you know, before we let you go, there's a, there's a part of the show that's called Spill the Tea, Cut Your Lips In. Right. You basically just spill some tea. The tea that you didn't spill earlier, you spill it now. Yeah. So there are specific questions that have been put down by... My able producer. Yana. Uh-huh. This is a good one. So I'm going to ask you like three questions and I'm going to reward you with a Lipton goodie bag. Oh, snap. Let's get it. Okay. All right. You're named Chucky Edusin. Mm -hmm. Where did your stage name, Lynx, come from? Um, Lynx came from the fact that, like I just said, my even till today, the stage name I got in the dark when I didn't know what I was doing is my life mission. So when I was in high school, I was the guy that if you needed Timbaland boots, you needed and one tip, you needed whatever you needed. Really? I could get. A plug. Right? Plug. Until today, I'm still that guy. You know how many businesses I've built in my company that are out there thriving and people don't know <sighs> my company was behind? So at the end of the day, it's like, if you need something, i link you to it. Mm. I got saved. I put people on guard. Link, 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 link. Mm. So that's pretty much where the name came from, Links. Amazing. Daddy Links. Look. So this one, I think my producer personally wrote it because she wants yeah. to see, she wants to test your faith. She says, as a Christian, what's one temptation or habits you're currently struggling with? Um, I don't think, I don't function in that capacity anymore. I don't function in temptation. I function in life challenges and overcoming. So, for example, I don't have, oh, I'm struggling from this temptation. Mm. I don't live life in that manner, right? I just, I'm in seasons. There's challenges and roadblocks that you have to overcome. And then I maneuver Please them. Please, I want to so, ask more personal question. Because you know, yeah, as a baby Christian, you're know, a senior Christian. Yeah, <laughs> I know they want me. Please, but, you're not married, but sin of fornication, please. That sin is listening that's holding me back from my final... Okay, so let's, let's have this conversation. Let's change the dynamic of how you're looking at it, mm -hmm. right? Because again, don't forget like, bro, for the kids, all you want eh, mm. is about your own life. 
does not affect this guy's life or God's life. It's all about what you bring into your own reality. Mm -hmm. the, whole, the whole reason why there's a Bible and a guide is so that you are aware of the consequences of actions, mm. right? So, for example, as you did like this now, you go give baby belly. Are you ready for it? Do you get? Mm. If another thing come off your fornication, are you ready for it? Mm. If you are ready to roll your dice, roll your dice. And whatever you get, you deal with because it's your reality, right? Um, I'm not here to play the judgment game on what anybody is doing or chooses to do. But I would say this, that just like everything else in life, every action has consequences. Mm. So, you know, there are people that, they are, like, they don't even know why they are knocking anyhow. Just that every Friday, we mm. babe, which babe do your side? Are they come your side? It's a void. Right? Yeah. It's a void. And that life literally doesn't necessarily lead to where you truly want to go. Because the, looking at this without hell and heaven, right? You just waste your time just giving your energy out and giving your energy out. And sex is actually energy exchange. exchange yeah. So whether you believe in that or not, go check. It's real. You feel me? So it's literally about how much value do you place on yourself? Mm. How much value do you place on your temple, your house mm. that carries your spirit and carries everything that you are, your entire universe are your body. So how much value do you place on that? Mm. And how are you going to treat that thing if it's valuable to you? So for example, if you have a Maybach Mercedes right now and you had to go to markets in a very, very terrible environment, would you drive that car there? And if you were going to drive that car on a bad road, will you use speed or drive slow? It's just simple logic, right? If you value your life, you make the good decisions to protect your life. If you're living on vibes and inshallah, then so shall it be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, it's all about individual consequences and decision making. Amazing. Guys, you've heard it easy on the fornication. <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy on the fornication. Okay, last one. Um, Oh, this is not me. This is my producer. Under Google's frequently asked questions on you, there's questions on whether you're married or have a wife. What's the tea on your love life? When well, the tea don't finish, you're not in this on my mom. Sip, sip! <laughs> the tea not in this on my mom. That was a good one. Chest to lip sync. That was a good way to dodge. Chest, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you go, my friend. This one, I would have, I would have persisted, but let me just let this one go. So, thank you on behalf hey, of Lipsyn. This is a special yeah. gift. Thank you, my to G. You. Thank you for being links. Thank you for inspiring young people. Thank you for doing the right Ooh, thing. I got a power bank, G. Yeah, there's so, many, there's so much inside dope, in store. Man. Shout out to Lipsyn, man. Shout out to Lipsyn. I had a drink Lipsyn for her. This one, no, we say. So, Lipsyn, listen. <laughs> Please, let me end the show. Put calls. Put calls. Let's make some Lipsyn things happen. Feel me? All right, man. Thank you guys for watching the show. Uh, I know you guys haven't seen me in a minute, but it's good to share this wisdom with you guys. Peace and love. Man like links. Boom. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.